0: Welcome to another episode of Tipsy Ball. We are a group of high school friends who started a podcast to do our two favorite things, drink and talk basketball. On today's episode, we actually have our first guest on the show. Uh, We have Russell Elihey in the house. (laughs) JR, you want to go ahead and uh, give a brief introduction for all of our listeners out there today? yeah definitely uh
1: one i want to say uh to all of those listeners uh it's a pleasure to be here uh know, i've known these guys uh for a long long time uh grew up with them since high school and middle school so uh you know it's just a casual talk between us and uh like i said i'm glad to be here so
0: well thanks for that brief introduction um yeah we do not have phil on today's episode Got caught up with some work, uh, but we are glad to have Jr. here on board to fill in for Phil today. Um, definitely a lot of things to talk about. Big day in the NBA. But before we go there, Henry, how, how how's your week been so far, man? I mean, I'm still working, so no bueno. <laughs> but but yeah,
2: like uh, it's good to have Jay. If uh, anybody wants some uh, sports betting uh, guru, he is the the man. He is, uh, who's, uh, who's on the SVP show? Is it, uh, the, Scott the, Van guy, Pelt. That, the guy that helps Scott Van Pelt? Uh, on Stanford the- Steve. Is that him?
1: <laughs> yeah. He makes a few guest appearances.
2: Okay, well, now it's,
0: we got, that's you for our podcast, Jay. <laughs> Well, welcome JR Maybe you'll become a regular in the future I don't know, we'll see But uh, as our usual tradition Before we start off We do take a drink uh, Whether that be beer, hard cells, whatever it is Um, Please go ahead and grab your beverage of choice And for all your listeners If you'd like to join us Please go ahead and grab your beverage of choice as well Cheers!
2: I'll drink drink freely because we don't have to do your shoot your shots today. Yes,
0: (laughs) take it easy, you know. um, Phil got scared and ran away, so uh, you know we'll definitely just enjoy some uh, alcohol freely. But cheers, guys! Cheers!
2: Cheers! Cheers!
0: All right. As you guys know today, big day in the NBA world. We had a huge mega trade that was centered around James Harden, a four-team trade. The Houston Rockets traded James Harden to the Nets for the Rockets got Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, Rodian Crooks, not sure who that player is, along with four first-round picks and four first-round swaps. The Pacers got Karis LeVert and a second rounder, and the Cleveland Cavaliers got Jared Allen and Turian Prince. A, a lot to get to here, but I'll start with you first. Share your first initial reaction to this trade today.
1: Uh, I think uh, you know the GM from Houston took a, a you know a snapshot out of the uh, playbook of Sam, uh over at uh, OKC. And, Sam Presti, uh, <laughs> yep. Sam Presti. And so, uh, of course, the first thing I saw when I saw my phone blow up and saw this uh, Twitter action was, oh my God, why didn't you go to the Philadelphia 76ers? <laughs> but uh, honestly, uh, you know, uh, there was a lot of historics for today. And, uh, you know, un- unfortunately, the, you know, this took headline at the same time around when our president hit a second int champ for the first time but yeah I think this is bigger news I think that yeah rocking the NBA world and oh my god I don't know what to what to think as of right now so
0: Henry how about you what were your initial reactions to this trade man
2: I was like I finally got it done man God finally made it happen. Yeah. But yeah, kudos to the Rockets. I mean, as much as uh all like Harden came out yesterday and was just like this team is trash. <laughs> like I want out. Um, I mean And then you had, had uh, the other side with John Wall and yeah, Boogie John uh, trashing out. Yeah, exactly. And so at that point they had to make move move fast, but I mean, based on what the 76ers or what Houston was asking from the 76ers mm-hmm. like I think Simmons was a part of that. Um, Thibble was also a part of that. And then Tyrese Maxey was a part of mm-hmm. that. Like, that would be idiotic for them to at least. Uh, I thought of Ben Simmons, I would not give up the other two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, at least what Houston gets is they get a shit ton of assets now in terms of <laughs> draft picks. Yep. Um, and swaps. Yes. Yeah, that's always yeah. a to key. <laughs> So, yeah, I agree with Jay. It was literally a Sam Presti move. Um, Just accumulate draft picks. This team isn't going anywhere. So, But, yeah, it was a massive overhaul for, you know, a big, big Harden. But (laughs) you know what he offers on a night-in and night-out basis. So, I mean. One
0: of the best shooters in the game today. So, um, yeah, I think before we get to the Nets and James Harden, I first want to go with... The other secondary teams that were part of this trade I want to start with the Pacers they got Karis Levert you know Pacers have had a great start so far to the season uh, I believe they are eight and four or eight and five to start out the the regular season so far it's definitely showing a lot of promise with Sabonis um, obviously Vic- Victor Oladipo is not on the team anymore moving forward but let me start with you, Henry. I know you, you've been a big fan of, of the Pacers and been praising them so far on our, on our podcast here. Um, yeah, give me your thoughts on what Karis Lever brings to the Pacers and how much, if any, did they lose losing you know, Victor Lepo or will Karis Lever bring that much added uh, you know uh, power to this, this team here?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think at the beginning of the podcast I mentioned, you know, the reason why I originally didn't like the Pacers is because I was like, I don't know, one, how healthy Depot, like, Debo like like Victor Oladipo is, mm-hmm. but two, how committed he was to that team. So, I mean, in terms of his play, it's it's very it's very much exceeded my expectations. Hence, like, I really thought the Pacers had something good going, but. Now that you get rid of someone that may not want to be there, and you're bringing in a Karis Lavert, like that is a great, great move that the Pacers could have done. Like, like Victor Oladipo, like was a most improved player, Mm -hmm. one of the most like one of the most defensive players prior to his injury, but Lavert is literally Victor Oladipo pre-injury. Now maybe even shoots better. Um, So now you have someone that literally took the Nets by himself last year to the playoffs and insert him now into that team. Like, one, you have buy-in from him, and two, now you have another defensive stopper who is super young. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a smart move they did to somehow get rid of Depot (laughs) and bring on Karis LeVert. Yeah, I mean, I... I, Go ahead. To add on to to what Henry's saying, I think, uh, you
1: know, Karis LeVert in general, um, I think he lost uh, sight or not lost sight, but lost value because of, you know, the acquisition of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And so he wasn't able to shine in that group um, or in his his former team. Um, But I think we also have to think on the psyche level. He just got traded twice. As soon as he got <laughs> traded to Houston, they didn't wait any like like even a minute to ship him off to the Pacers. Um, so I think you know that might add fuel to his uh, his uh, fire, and you know uh, I think he's a great addition uh, to the system they have in Indiana. And for Indiana to even trade some you know trade their star player while sitting at seven and four in the Eastern Conference uh, you know conference standings, uh, you're already in playoff position. Uh, and the team hasn't looked half bad, but to pull that you know at the beginning of the season, I think it was a very gutsy call but you know I think mm-hmm. it paid dividends for them so
0: yeah I, I think one of the main reasons why it was easy for them to let a deeper go was that he wasn't committed beyond this year he is a unrestricted free agent so mm-hmm. knowing that the Pacers could possibly lose him for nothing I think made that initial call to get a player like Karis Levert and yeah like I think with both of you guys share that same sentiment kudos for the Pacers for making this move I think it sets them up for now and the future Mm -hmm. so I think a a bright young star with uh, Levert and Sabonis as your backbone for your franchise moving forward is it's gonna look great Um, so definitely looking forward to see how that team uh, plays out uh, but yeah, I think I think kudos to the Pacers for for making this move.
2: Um Yeah, they got Levert locked in until like 2020 end of 2022,
0: I think. So <clears throat> Yeah, they definitely have, have him on a still rookie contract. Mm-hmm. JR, I'm gonna start with you here. How does Victor Oladipo fit with the Rockets now? Obviously, he will be sharing the backcourt with John Wall. Um, They still have Christian Wood, DeMarcus Cousins. What do you see Victor Olipo bringing to this Rockets team now?
1: Well, you you asked me earlier uh, what I initially thought uh, when I heard the trade. And I Mm -hmm. told you, wow, like what is going on? The Mm -hmm. NBA world is blowing up. And as I got to read more about it, um, I have to say that the Houston Rockets, uh, kudos to them. I'm gonna give them a, a, a clap for this <laughs> trade because I think overall, I think they were the strongest or probably the big winners out of this, the, the, this trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all four teams got better, um, you know, mm-hmm. in general. And we can get to that later on, but uh, in, in regards to Houston, uh, I think Oladipo is a great asset to that team. Um, you know, I think he was missing a point guard to you know handle the ball, so he can move into a shooting guard role. Um, so he you know he can you know that backcourt is going to be definitely a force to be reckoned with uh, moving forward. And I think he provides some leadership. And I think you know when with every trade, uh, you know going into a new team um, and seeing the mindset, you know I think. Uh, would help uh, Oladipo kind of just uh, have a restart. You know, you mentioned earlier that he, he didn't feel motivated on that team or, mm-hmm. or committed to that team. And maybe, you know, maybe he'll, he'll do wonders like him for like, as what uh, John wall uh, having the John wall and being traded to Houston. You know, I think um, I, I kind of want to say that the Houston Rockets are a bunch of outcasts put together. You have Boogie <laughs> and you have uh you know, uh, the of
2: injury players, all the injury players. All <laughs> exactly. the major injury players.
1: Yeah, they couldn't even last one season in the last, like, five seasons. But, you know, they're all together now. And if one of them, you know, uh, tries to get injured, you know, they, you got probably the other two will probably, you know, bag on him. So I, besides that, though, on top of that, the picks that they picked up, the four unprotected That's first round picks, yeah. the four, uh, four swap picks. And then, uh, as you mentioned, Tim, uh, the Oladipo's expiring contract, those could yeah. be very big trade assets moving forward. Yeah. We haven't even hit the trade that month. We don't even know if Oladipo might even stay on the Houston Rockets moving forward. Maybe yeah. they're getting ready to, you know, for a big package. So sure. I think Houston is uh, is in well positioned for a big trade. So,
0: uh, Henry, I'll go to you on that topic. Let's say. He Victor Lee Depot plays well with the Houston Rockets and he stays put for the rest of the season. Can you see him re-signing with this team or do you see him eventually moving elsewhere to where he wants to sign?
2: I mean it depends on I think how well they all mesh, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like I agree with Jay. I think it was a smart move for them cuz he's on an expiring contract. So now they have options. Like mm-hmm. I I view Ol- Depot right now as kind of like what we're doing with Jay, it's a it's an interview process, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's see how he does. So, so like, it's literally what they're doing now. It's like, let's see how well he can mesh. If he fits, mm-hmm. then yeah, they can re-sign him, and then it's one less piece they have to consider on rebuilding. Run right. At least mm-hmm. now you have John Wall. Now you have Oladipo. You have a pretty good front court. I mean, it's way better than some teams. So at this point in time, like, yeah, you, you have so many op- options now. You can package him before the trade deadline to get more assets. Or if he's a great fit, then you keep him beyond this year. And now you have a pretty formidable front court um, in the West.
1: And let's not forget, they were willing to trade Levert on a dime. So I, mean, I know <laughs> it, after this first game, if it doesn't, you know, uh, work out for them, I, I, I'm not... Sure, don't be surprised that you see uh, Oladipo back on the trading block. Uh, I think it could totally happen. <laughs> I,
2: I'm I'm sure they were wanting to keep Lavert, but I'm sure like they that piece was needed in order for them to get the amount of draft picks <laughs> that they were trying to haul in. So that,
0: that is true. I I do have concerns. Yeah, with the Houston, like you guys said, like they're all injury prone. They've all had major injuries. So one little knock on that team and it's it's bye bye. So um, interested to see. I, I I do like John Wall and Victor Lee Depot playing together in the backcourt. I think there can be something there. Um, but um yeah, obviously in the crowded West, it's gonna be tough for them to to sneak into maybe that seventh eighth seed but uh we'll see what uh and the new coach Steven Silas I don't know if he signed up for this I don't know if he expected James Harden to still be with this team moving forward before he signed on to be the head coach but uh yeah he, he has an interesting rebuilding project over there uh you know for the foreseeable future but yeah their future set up with all these draft picks I think that was a, a great win for the Houston Rockets there, and especially mm-hmm. with the with the swaps as well. So, yeah, um, pr- pretty pretty big haul that they got there. So, um,
2: from a fantasy perspective, I'm excited because I have Victor Ladepo. I hope <laughs> he, they don't package him.
0: <laughs> do well, deep. Do well. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about really, truly the the one team that we know will be. Contending for the championship this year, the new the Brooklyn Nets. All right, um, Henry, start with you. You got a trio of superstars now on this team. You got James Harden, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. <laughs> Let's pretend all three will be playing together. Obviously, there's some off the field issues we'll get to with Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. but. Is the Nets the team to beat now in the East? I mean, on paper, I think they are
2: the best team in the East. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think there's no one denying that. You literally have a championship player and all-star in Kevin Durant. You have the same caliber person whenever Kyrie decides to come back, if, (laughs) if at all. And then you've just literally brought on the person that's always in the running for MVP votes every year for the past five years <laughs> who can easily put up 30 points. So on paper, yeah, you could literally put those three with scrubs and that team would still be better than any other team in the East. Like, it's I, it's a make or break. Like, they went all in. Mm-hmm. They literally went all in. They, they either have to get to the finals this year or it was for nothing. But I... Th- I think it was a smart move they did. I initially thought they wouldn't do it because of how well they were playing. Mm-hmm. But I think the the looming uncertainty, like where in the world is Kyrie Irving? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that played a real big part in having them just initiate Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I don't even know if Kyrie's even going to come back. Like if, if if at all like cause like now I'm thinking like is it because you know he wanted to play with KD and then this whole thing surfaced about KD wanted to bring in Harden maybe Kyrie didn't like that like mm-hmm. who knows maybe Kyrie just wants to just relax like I don't know what's happening with the guy but but it's a great insurance like cause now you have KD and now you have James Harden and mm-hmm. if Kyrie decides to just not come back at all worst case scenario mm-hmm. you still have two elite yeah. all stars in the league top maybe, 5 maybe top 5 yeah top 5, top five yeah. players in the league so yeah. it's a smart insurance policy <clears throat> to one get them there if they have Kyrie yeah they'll definitely win the east i see it but two it's um now you can lock up Kevin Durant long term cuz like hey if you're Sean Marks, it's like, we're doing what you want, KD. This yep. is your team. I'm bringing on who you want, whoever it may be. Like, I will run everything by you. So I think uh, in, in football, uh, I hope to Sean Watson, uh, if you're
0: listening, you you, uh, you you get the hell out of there, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Houston's losing everybody, but, but they added Henry's favorite player for all you baseball fans, Pedro Baez. God, boo, <laughs> boo, you traitor, Baez. Anyways, I think on the topic of Kyrie Irving, uh, JR, for you, obviously he's had some personal reasons why he's been missing games, and we found out earlier this week that... He attended his uh, sister's thirtieth birthday. Obviously, he didn't have a mask on. Um, obviously, NBA is currently looking into that investigation, possibly be fined uh, for not wearing mask. But do you see Kyrie Irving coming back anytime soon? And do you think he's happy about this James Harden trade? Uh,
1: I think he he definitely is happy about this trade. Um, I mean, now he can take a vacation and then come back during the playoffs, <laughs> right, rested. Uh, you know, let James and, and uh, Kevin Durant uh, handle it while he's uh, figuring out his life. Maybe he's uh, <laughs> growing some, you know, uh, sage so he can burn it on, you know, also on right. the uh, Brooklyn Network. And all all across the, you know, NBA, uh <laughs> whenever they go on away games. Um, but overall I think in general, um, the Brooklyn Nets, they they thought that they were trying to, you know, identify things that, you know, or try to settle up some um disarray, I guess you could say. You know, they had the issue with uh Jared Allen and, you know, having him uh be backup to DeAndre Jordan, mm-hmm. you know, he felt he felt that like he he should be starting and such. Um, I think, you know, them trading him away, um, you know, they thought they were doing the right thing. But, um, you know, and on top of that, you know, they they traded uh, Levert. Um, but what if, you know, Kyrie does not come back and James mm-hmm. Harden or Kevin Durant does get injured? The, I think out of the all four teams, yeah, on paper, it does look great that they have, you know, they got James Harden. But at the same time, they have no depth, yep. you know. Uh, you still have to play, you know another 60 games and then you have to get, you know, through, uh, you know, a decent, pretty, uh, pretty decent East field. Right. Yeah. Milwaukee Um, and and Boston, Miami, 76ers, great teams. Exactly. And, and a lot of those teams have depth, you know, and Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, that's definitely missing from their roster. Like who am I going to put in outside of Kevin Durant, James Harden, you know, if, Mm -hmm. if if Kyrie isn't back, you know, I'm going to, rely on joe joe harris, harris. yeah I <laughs> landry mean, shamit I, I, i'm looking at <laughs> Bill's I'm looking favorite players I, I was thinking bruce brown for bruce bowen i thought they, <laughs> they they called bruce Bowen back for you know i don't think landry shamit can can carry this team or you know th- there's a lot of uh uncertainties but you know uh overall i think uh brooklyn ne- did what they needed to do mm-hmm. um I, that for me personally, I have to disagree with Henry. I don't know if that's going to translate to Kevin Durant re-signing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with mm-hmm. this current CBA, you know, and the revenues and the uh, players trying to, you know, get more money. You see a lot of these contracts where they're short term, you know, we only one saw year, in yeah, the, yeah they, they, one year, like two a, option two, yeah, two yeah. player option, because they know that they're trying to get more money from, you know, uh, uh, from the owners and such. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I think a lot, a short term, this is, this was a great move. Um, you know, if they, if they did, you know uh put all in for this uh and in, in trying to win the east and and hopefully the nba title and you know i think vegas also agrees with them you know they uh they moved uh the brooklyn Nets as to the second favorite um yep. you know behind the lakers. In, the, in the futures uh they have the lakers at plus 260 but they don't have the nets too far behind at uh right. plus 270. but you know i'm gonna you know throw in some little you know prop bet you know action here and drop that from I think, uh, you know, I think, although I think the Brooklyn Nets look good on paper, you know, you got to mesh and you got to play well with each other, right? Uh, We saw how James Harden and Kevin Durant, I mean, not Kevin Durant, um, Russell Westbrook did, and they couldn't mesh in the current system. We don't know how they're going to, you know, mesh now uh, moving forward with new teammates. So uh, it's definitely, we'll see what, what happens, so.
0: What, yeah. I, what's I funny? What's, yeah, what's funny on. though?
2: What's funny though is like, do you guys see that uh, our our new age Dennis Rodman is James Harden, <laughs> who does who, yep. who goes to Vegas, eats a a buffet, like goes to strip clubs has sex with prostitutes, and then shows up to work and ready to score 40 a game. Whereas Kyrie is like the polar opposite where he's just like, I need time off. late <laughs> just disappears. I mean, I
1: think, uh, I think Brooklyn knew what they were getting into. They saw what they were getting into with when he was on Boston. But, you know, I think they're, you know, uh, because of new ownership and, you know, I, I'm sure the new owner wants to win a title right away to... Yeah. You know, yeah. make sure his investment is uh, solidified. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they pulled in Jeremy Lin, you know, or signed Jeremy Lin. Well, he's know, in the G League done.
2: for the Warriors, so. Yeah, at this yeah. at this point, they, they're they going to have to salvage whatever is in the G League or try to do these, like, you know, <laughs> cash considerations for, like, yeah. random
0: old vets yeah though i think definitely when um the trade deadline finishes whatnot and people buy out of contracts i think it'll be interesting to see what the brooklyn nets are able to get out of the the veteran market there um i know jr mentioned about chemistry henry for you do you think chemistry will be an issue for these big three and will steve nash And Mike D'Antoni and all their coaches have a difficult time uh, trying to temper their egos and all of the nonsense off the field stuff.
2: I mean, that's going to be, I think, the part that is just so hard to, uh, like, say for sure. Um, I think if you look at what Nash has done right now, right, with KD and Kyrie, like, they're trying to basically be like, KD, this is your team like you control whatever you need to control on the offense and defensive side mm-hmm. with Kyrie they're just like uh yeah, yeah we don't hey, whatever personal reasons whatever <laughs> like because they because they know right like they know if you go Kyrie you got to show up to work mm-hmm. he's gonna I don't, who knows what he'll do he might just go to Cabo like I don't know like whatever this guy's gonna do like nobody knows so in that regard, yeah, went to three Cancun. Yeah, three Cancun. <laughs> so like in that regard, I think yeah, I think Steve Nash has done a good job in tempering the the kind of egos right on that team, and everybody else just buys into like the all stars of that team. But adding the James Harden, yeah, definitely I agree with you, uh, Jay. Like there's gonna be a lot of chemistry issues. I mean, you saw we've seen that with any team that try to create this big. Yeah, three, you know,
0: even LeBron, they didn't exactly. win the first year,
2: exactly. Like, I i know that there'll be a lot, and it makes it a bit trickier too this season because it's less games. Mm-hmm. So, because of that regards, definitely there will be chemistry issues. But in terms of tempering expectations, I think Nashville's done a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're literally bringing on, like I said, a, a polar opposite of Kyrie, mm-hmm. like. You can literally be like James. Like, if you want to go to a strip club, just make sure you're home by five a.m. We got team practice at like seven. And wear a mask. Yeah, and wear a mask. (laughs) Maybe not the mask part, but you know he will show up at seven a.m. hungover, and when the game starts at like four p.m. Eastern, like four p.m. Eastern Standard Time or whatever, like he's ready to score forty-eight points. So in that regards, like yeah, I think they're like he can definitely temper expectations. But um, actually, this this actually popped into my head, and I want to ask you, Tim and Jay. On paper, this team should win, which I think they should win the East. But Mm -hmm. defensively, this team looks horrible now. Yep. In that Mm. regards, do you see that? Being the reason, like let's say outside of the chemistry issues, do you think that will be the the downfall of why this team can't win? Because Jared Allen is a big piece.
0: Yeah, I'll start. I don't think they finished with the best record in the East for the regular season Um, for a lot of reasons. First and foremost, they didn't have an offseason to get these three guys playing together, getting that chemistry and building that. That's going to take time throughout the whole season. Steve Nash will have to do a good job of getting them on board with the game plan for how they're going to play together and whatnot. Like you said, too, defensively, losing all that depth. Right. That's good. That's huge. Um, definitely, though, you'll see nights where they all three of them will go off, and defensively they don't need to do much. But for the better teams, for for the teams like the Boston Celtics, 76ers, Milwaukee Bucks, it's gonna be interesting to see how much of a defensive liability they'll have to deal with in order to beat these better teams. Right. Um, but yeah, I think overall. They won't finish with the best regular season um, for mm-hmm. uh, in the Eastern Conference, for sure. I know I had them slotted at number four. I think that still stands true, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think um, for them, it doesn't matter about the number one seed, right? For them, it's really just getting in the playoffs, get that chemistry up and running Get by mm-hmm. the time they reach there. So, um, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, on paper, obviously they have the best team in the East, but I do not believe they will finish with the best record in the East for the regular season.
1: I mean, I think overall, uh, you know, defensive-wise or offensive-wise, everybody can agree. They, they look really great. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and you have one of the, you know, most clutch deadliest shooters with Kevin Durant. You have uh, probably one of the most offensive players to, in our generation or in this decade, uh, specifically this decade, that has ever played the game than James Harden, and you can't, you know, deny Kyrie, you know, he has the best handles in the game. You can say all of that, but, you know, at the end of the day, I thought defense wins championships, right? Um, you know, we saw that with the Lakers and Miami, um, you know, Lakers uh, and Miami, you know, overall uh, defense won the Lakers that championship, right? They were able to slow down yeah. uh, their three-point shooters. They were able to, you know, uh, make sure that they, they play their kind of game, which was a half-court game. Uh, we, they didn't fall into you know a run and gun type of, of atmosphere, and you know I think uh, what the Nets gave up, uh, you know definitely uh, hurt them in the long run. I, I'm looking at their stats right now. Uh, Karis Levert led the team in steals. I mean I know that yep. steals is just one stat, but uh, who are they going to rely on to you know to do that? They they traded away also Jared Allen, who led their team on blocks. Yep. Last time I checked. Jordan, uh, De- DeAndre Jordan was a starting center, and he's not leading in blocks. That's something to be scared about. Yep. Um, but, you know, old. exactly. Uh, P.E.R. wise, let's even look at P.E.R. wise. Carlos LeVert had 19.45 uh, for the P.E.R. Uh, Jarrett Allen was
0: 21.45.
1: The top two on that team was Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Next, yep. uh, The next person to that is Jordan. Joe Harris was fifteen
0: point eight one. Joe Harris.
1: Uh, Joe Harris. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. There is one other person, Tyler Johnson, who who's only played four games and he has twenty point thirty five. <laughs> so, overall, I you know I I I'm de- definitely scared for the for the Nets. And even looking in the future, they traded away. I I, I didn't even know they had dra- draft picks to trade away. They they traded eight and. I thought they traded all of their draft picks from the uh, you know big debacle Boston Celtics trade they did a, a few years back, so maybe they got Paul some Pierce back.
0: KG trade. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> but overall, uh, it, I don't know. I don't, I don't see them getting past the second round in the playoffs. That's uh, that's how mm. how wow. in trouble I think they do again. Wow. There's a lot of injury liabilities. You know, injuries mm. are part of the game, but
0: mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: Maybe, maybe you guys are right. Maybe Kyrie does stay, you know, stay off lines. He doesn't play in the playoffs. That happened with Boston. And, yeah. you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: to rely on Kevin Durant and James Harden, that's happened before. And they, they didn't get too far. So,
0: All right. Well, hypothetically, guys, right? I think a lot of people are expecting the NBA championship game to be the Nets and the Lakers. Start with you, Henry. Who wins in the seven-game series and in how many games? Just early predictions, right? We'll just, you know, throw it out there. What are your thoughts here?
2: Seven-game series, Nets, to Lakers, easy, easy, easy. Lakers in five. Wow. So you
0: only give them one game. One game. Interesting. Jay, how about you, man?
1: I wouldn't even give them a game because they ain't going to even make it to the Eastern Conference. <laughs> <Sweet. laughs> Ooh. NBA Finals. But if I had to drop a number, uh, I, I, think they, I think Lakers six. Um you know, six. I would still give. You know, you you got to give respect to uh, if, if, in fact, that James Harden, Kyrie, and Kevin Durant are on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think they do push them to six, and and you know, ultimately the Lakers. Uh, you know, their ball movement and you know, uh, the Brooklyn Nets' defense uh, will end up being a liability for them, and and they end up ultimately losing. So,
2: but you know what's funny? You know what's funny though? It's like you know how when all three of them are in OKC. And then, yep. Sam, and then they traded Harden away. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, man, they're like Harden has become an all-star in his own fashion, and somehow he teams up with Westbrook. That didn't pan out. And then now he's clinging on to KD. <laughs> it's true, yeah. What if that doesn't pan out either? I, don't know. <laughs> but,
1: I mean, at this um, point, I think Harden just wanted to get out in some way from Houston.
0: Correct. He wanted out of Houston as fast as he could. Uh, we saw yeah. that with yesterday, and obviously... I think that's why Houston wanted to get this done ASAP, right? So Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, a, a, a big storyline headed into... Wait, wait, Tim, what about you? What do you got You got to predict? Come on, uh, man. You know, I would have to say in six as well. I'm going to go with okay. JR on this one. Um, I do not... Yeah, there's no way they can't win two games. There's just the firepower that this three players brings onto one team, it's inevitable that the offensive power that they will bring will be too much for the Lakers to defend. Obviously, in a seven-game series, I still do believe the Lakers will win out in six, but yeah, you got to give a couple games to the Brooklyn Nets, man. Hey. Um, this this is definitely, I think, one of the best, if not the best big three assembled so far, um, if you look at it. So... Um. yeah, you, you got to give him some canes man. All right. Well,
2: let's say hypothetical. Okay. Like, regardless of numbers or whatever the issue is or whatever the value is, because like I said, Lakers need to sign a big man in the offseason, right? Correct. Let's say, for instance, they somehow get Kevin Love
0: Okay, yeah, I think that's we, very far fetched. So, like, I don't even know why you're even trying to go there. So let's—I'm gonna stop Henry, you there before we even get night. there.
2: And had
0: a
1: dream last night. Yeah. And come, oh, come Kevin, home.
0: Kevin Love in a in a Lakers uniform. Seriously, come, that come that, that just ain't happening, man. That ain't happening. So let's just not even go go there. Come home, Kevin. But um, mm-hmm. when he, by the way, LA is not necessarily home for him. He's from Oregon. He went to UCLA, UCLA. dude. Just because you went to UCLA doesn't necessarily mean it's home. But, um, yeah, I think that, that was great conversations about this big trade. Uh, before we end this segment, biggest winner out of the four teams. I'll start with you, JR. Uh i
1: I'm still going to go with the Houston Rockets. Um, okay. You know, I think they, even though it, on paper it looks like they got three, you know, washed up uh, all-stars, but they, they were all-stars at one point. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, the amount of trade value they have with, you know, signing, um, you know, or getting Oladipo with an expiring yeah. trade contract, uh, the four, uh, you know, picks and then the four swaps, um, you know, I think it puts them in a really great position. They got rid of Harden's contract, you know, um, you know, that, that's probably a huge thing. Uh, you know, they're probably under the luxury tax now and, you know, yeah, it should be told it, it, doesn't look like they are going to make it to, you know, they, maybe they don't make it to the playoffs. Uh, but I think that, that they knew that going into this trade that, you know, at least they got something for nothing, right? Um, yeah. James Harden was going to try to walk away no matter what, or he may uh, you know, uh, you know, pinned up over at, you know, Magic City and ate some, you know, Lou William <laughs> wings. But, you know, uh, overall, I think they came out the big winner. Um, you know, like I said, I, I still believe that all four teams, you know, addressed what they needed to address. Uh, but overall, Houston came out on top on this one without Daryl Morey.
0: Henry, how about you? Who are you? Who's the biggest winner here out of the four teams?
2: I mean, on paper, the obvious choice is the Nets. I mean, they're trying to win it. Mm-hmm. You literally just got James Harden to team up with KD and Kyrie whenever he does show up. But I mean, that's like the, the obvious. One, right? But I actually gotta give it to the two other like Pacers and Cavs. Um, and the reason why I say that is I, I really like what the Pacers did um, to be able to get Levert. Like he is a potential all-star in the making. So to get him over Ola Depot, I thought that's a great person to come in with no ego and just buy into what that team is trying to do. Um, but the Cavs, um, I thought getting Jared Allen was a smart move by them because Drummond is probably going to ask for the world, mm-hmm. right? So now you, if, if Drummond decides to walk, now you have your like future to build around Jared Allen as your center, mm-hmm. which is a smart move by them. So I, I did like that move as an insurance policy to um if drummond decides to if they can't resign drummond then it's a great move by them to basically have an insurance policy in a don't, don't
1: be fooled uh this is just feeding to henry's narrative that kevin love will walk away from Raven, <laughs> and he'll come to the, lakers. the lakers and he'll He's come the, to the lakers, <laughs> lakers. and that Vanian is going in and that jared allen you know was to you know fill that void that's all right. again I t- I-
2: I texted you guys. I was like, dude, imagine if the starting lineup is Drummond at the four now as a stretch and you put Jared Allen at center and then now Kevin Love comes to Lakers. Let's go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you
0: could oh. keep dreaming about that scenario. Henry. <laughs> yeah, please right.
1: keep dreaming.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that, We'll see if that eventually happens, but I uh, definitely highly doubt it. But um, moving to our next segment. And before we do that, um, let's take ourselves another shot here henry you and i and uh i'll take
1: uh, another sip out of my uh for all yeah. the viewers out there i'm drinking a, a michelo ultra tall boy because uh, i'm on a strict diet and it has very low calories <laughs> uh we are not sponsored by michelo you know yeah there you, there you hey, go
2: you, new year you new would... me you and George are hilarious, George is my co-worker at work, but he he literally pounds Michelob Ultras because he's like, I gotta keep this figure. <laughs> like, hey, I, I wasn't yeah, a believer, yeah, but I bought yeah. in. I, I, I can't hate anymore on Michelob right, Ultras. Cheers, Henry, cheers. Cheers,
1: 2.5 calories, you can't can't hate on that per can, for 12, 12 ounces. So. That's why I switched to saltzer, dude, so 100 <sighs> calories, better than beer yeah that's 98 <clears throat> 97.5 more
0: than mine so it's okay <laughs> it's okay all right well moving to our next topic of conversation guys there's been some speculations that the nba might be expanding two more teams to help cope with the billions of dollars lost during this covid time obviously There's been a lot of talks about Seattle coming back in play here. And I'm going to start with you first, JR. Two cities. Where would you like to see two NBA teams um, in the future here? So
1: I think, yeah, you have to add in Seattle for sure. Uh, I mean, Supersonics. I missed them. I missed them. Yeah, bring them back. (laughs) Growing up, I was a big fan of, you know, the Gary Payton, Sean Kemp 1996 team that got ran into a wall with the uh, Chicago Bulls uh, 72 and 10 team. George
0: Carl. George Carl era.
1: Right. You know? You know? And, 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 and people probably don't, you know, I don't know how old are the, the listeners are, but, you know, people probably don't even remember definitely Shrimp, you know. Shrimp,
0: like, there you go. You know, he was on that team.
1: <laughs> you had, you know, uh, Theo Maxwell, you know. Um, there's there's some uh, I think favorites on that team. Me first. See those but, jerseys
2: were sick, man. They got to bring oh, yeah. that back. Yeah. In yeah. Those,
1: those Seattle, they have awesome. a
0: strong fan base for all yeah. their sports. So yeah,
1: and and you've seen what they have done with all the, the other sports. You know, mm-hmm. the Seattle Sounders. Uh, you know, Something, they yeah. are are loved by that team. Um, I you know for, I don't know if any of you I, I know Henry and I have been to Seattle and, and when we walk down the streets every other shop is a fan yeah. shop or everybody Seattle. reps
0: and, Seattle. Yeah, exactly. The twelfth man, right? 12th Especially man. for the Seahawks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, you know Seahawks they've been great to that city too. They've only been to one one Super Bowl, but you know they're gods. You know. And
0: well, two they, Super Bowls, they should have won both. Let's be honest. But.
1: Yeah, they should. have <laughs> don't, don't remind me. That was a bad beat in the betting world. The right, but
0: the, the Butler
2: miracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But uh ultimately, yeah, Seattle would be definitely one destination. And honestly, I think that second location, uh, I think they could definitely expand outside of you know the, the United States. Um Ooh, I, I mean interesting. if we needed to, you know, stay, you know, I'll, I'll give both scenarios. Um if we wanted to stay in the US, maybe Austin. Austin has been, you know, growing as a city. Mm-hmm. Um, there you know, a lot of tech companies have been moving out there and so I think they have enough money to put into that
0: but does it make sense with having already three teams in Texas already
1: I mean, we have three
2: teams in California, and uh, we're pretty, <laughs> why not we're pretty for? Far, so why not?
0: <laughs> Just
2: add another one? Why you not? don't want to give any other, well, other cities a chance. That's... Everything is big in Texas. Exactly, God, yeah. So, uh,
1: but my, my other pick, um, you know, uh, as far as uh, expanding, you know, I think the NBA could definitely expand it into other areas across, you know, outside of the U.S., um, you know, we've, they've, they've tried it already in Vancouver and in Canada, maybe they want to look into expanding in Europe. Uh, you know, they have the Euro leagues, if they, you know, licensing's from it, you know, or maybe they, they go to Mexico. I don't know, but, you know, I think they lost a lot of money in, in, you know, um, with the, with, uh, you know, the whole, uh, you know, uh, event that happened in, uh, in China and, you know, with the CBA and all that such, you know. I think they want to grow their fan base out again. And so mm-hmm. uh, maybe they, they expand there. So,
0: Henry, how about you? Give me your two two cities that you would like to most see for an expansion here.
2: Yeah, no, Jay, Jay, Jay had a good one. The Seattle definitely would be great. Uh, yeah, to his, uh, his choices outside of the U.S. Mexico City probably makes the most sense. There is a huge, I think, NBA fan base there. Mm-hmm. So, would be smart, but the, the, the two that I would select one is, come on, man, Viva Las Vegas, baby. You gotta have a team in Vegas, man. <laughs> they and, are adding,
0: you know, multiple yeah. teams now. Obviously, WNBA, they have hockey. Obviously, the last, uh, the Raiders moved into it this past season. Exactly. They are missing a baseball and basketball team. Exactly, so. it's inevitable. So,
2: Las Vegas jackpots. I'm already saying it now, dude. <laughs> That's the new team there. I but really it,
1: hope no one is listening from Las Vegas <laughs> and uses that actually as their
2: theme name. But yes. Oh, but man. yeah, but it makes it makes sense, right? Because like the preseason usually happens in Vegas, right? No, the yeah, summer yeah, league. The Summer, the summer league, league. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Summer league. Yes. So like yeah. So in that regards, it makes sense for them to have a team. Um. And yeah, it'd be t- it'd be cool because that new stadium that they built for the Raiders. I'm sure they can somehow leverage that even. No, they can use the
0: the hockey stadium they built for the oh, yeah, they Vegas nights. That's where the they WNBA did. Spades. I'm yeah, not T, sure what their T-Mobile team. Arena. That's right. Yep, T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah,
2: yeah. I right. totally forgot about that. Yeah, it makes total sense. Imagine if you could do freaking gambling now. I think New York had just approved gambling. In the event center now, right, Jay? Am I am I correct about that? Uh, uh, I know I know Washington, uh, the Washington Nationals. Oh, Washington!
1: Uh, it was Washington. Sorry, a, uh, you're right. You're a, right. And our DC's capital uh, <laughs> of our nation, uh, it, you will be allowed to you know put live bets uh, while watching the Washington
2: Nationals. Yeah, uh, like so, it makes it makes the most yeah. sense. It mm. makes the most sense. Have a basketball team in Vegas, live betting. If that becomes a, a an ability, yeah, I, why not? But the second team I would have to say, and I'm only saying this because of you, Tim, and Theo, if you're listening, San Diego. San Diego, put a team there. I don't
0: care about no San Diego. That's only hey, Theo, man.
2: Hey, hey, put him in San. D- let's get a team in San Diego so we can get the Clippers out of here, dude. Let's get let the- me
1: let me remind the the listeners. Uh, the last time the San Diego had a basketball team, uh, they moved to LA. And Correct. They that was the Clippers. Los Angeles Clippers
2: now. Yeah, Correct. take take them back. We don't want the we don't want the Chargers and we don't want the Clippers. <laughs> so get out of here. Oh man. Yeah, okay. One, uh, you know, just
1: some other hypothetical Maybe they they choose st louis or they maybe they target one of the nfl cities that are yeah that's why so like
0: i think one of my chose choices i I think we're all in agreement that seattle most likely will get one of the spots but yeah yeah i think uh my other choice would be kansas city right i think um they already have their kansas city Chiefs, kansas city royals sporting kansas city for uh mls might as well add that nba um team to that city and uh you know complete that uh that, that sports uh, major sports towns over there, so I think that would be my choice. I think I, I'm pretty sure Patrick Mahomes with the money he just got paid with uh, will be willing to put some down to become some like of like a LeBron, a, a you know? minority owner yeah. there. Um, and, and
1: for those who you don't know where Kansas City is, it's not in Kansas, it's in Missouri. Okay? <laughs> Correct. <Let laughs> just point that out there, okay?
2: <laughs> thank you, thank you, JL Thanks, Jay. Oh man, <laughs> Mr. Geography X for two.
1: Yeah, I I had to learn that the hard way. So
2: geography yeah. and sporting sports, sporting sports bets betting. expert and and and, 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 pol- and politics. You can, you <laughs> can just uh, I I know a lot of and safety facts, precautions. You know? yeah. And safety yeah. precautions. So, <laughs> I'm like I'm
1: like your Snapple cap back thing, all right? Piece <laughs> random information.
0: All right, I think we, I think we got a lot of great great uh, choices here out of the cities. With we had um, obviously Seattle, Vegas. San Diego That would be my last choice there But uh, <laughs> We had yeah, Kansas on the yeah. Kansas City And then yeah The international Is definitely interesting Right I think um, NFL has always been in Talks of adding a team In London um, Yeah I'm curious Which sports league Here in the United States Will be the first To open up uh, Overseas But um, Yeah I think Those are all Great topics I mean, I mean Great locations That we can possibly See in the future Before we go into our last topic of the evening, guys, let's take our last shot here of the night. Damn. I'm already buzzed. Yeah. JR, how has it been being a guest on tonight's show so far?
1: Uh, it's great. Uh, you know, I think, uh, I, I, while I was listening, I was, I was a listener at one point and, uh, I've always wanted to argue against Henry. And so (laughs) what do uh, you mean? I talk facts. (laughs) I I, I want him to be, you know, more aggressive. So I hope, you know, this feels him in, in discussion and, and, Embraces
2: the argumentative uh, hey, environment. I, I talk facts, all right? Phil talks fandom facts, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, because, you know, uh, thinking that Kevin Love is going to come to the Lakers <laughs> is a. Uh... Is uh you know hypothetically speaking uh, a reachable, obtainable item? Though so. all right, oh, it's man. just
2: like, dude, what are you doing on that team, man? They don't want to play you, but then your your contract's so big, just like just <laughs> just eat it up, man. Just eat it up, whatever.
0: All right, well, let's get cheers here, fellas. Cheers, cheers. cheers. All right. Uh, we're actually going to be talking about my favorite player here um, in the NBA currently today. There are some rumblings uh, about Damian Lillard campaigning for the Blazers to trade for Draymond Green. I want to start with you first, Henry. First of all, is that a good idea to trade for Draymond Green? And if so, let's go back into the hypotheticals here. Who would you trade on the Blazers to get Draymond Green, right? And make, make it at mm-hmm. least as close as possible, uh, you know, what scenario that it might be.
2: Oh, this is a tough one. I mean, to be honest, it's going to come down to how much the Warriors can compete. Mm. Let's say that, right? Because like you said in the last pod, um, yeah, Draymond Green's return has elevated that team because... Now it's less pressure on Steph to try and create. He's mm-hmm. usually better creating partially, but then he's also better because Draymond Green can create. And then he can play off the ball more, which is he's deadly from. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to come down to if that team just starts to continue fall flat, then yeah. I think Draymond Green is the asset that you should try and trade um but if Portland is the most likely place that of your favorite player Dame is trying to you know ask for I don't know if the dollars work um because that's usually Phil's expertise yeah, we have we have
0: jr here uh, so Ja if, if J J knows if Jay knows the numbers
1: um, thanks to our lovely friends at ESPN who created this <laughs> lovely uh ESPN.com or slash NBA for slash Trade Machine. Uh, they, uh, you know, I was able while Henry was discussing, I was trying to see what what Portland could give up. And mm-hmm. um, at this current moment, you know, Draymond has twenty two million dollars left on his contract, uh, a mm-hmm. year, four year kind uh, of deal. Uh, and uh, to make this trade possible, they would have to give up Nurkic and Collins. Uh, Nurkic is currently being paid. million a year with two years remaining, and then you have an expiring contract with Zach Collins with 5.4 million. Is Um, there
0: anybody outside of their core three, Jr. and CJ and Nurkic and Dame that they can trade? I I I believe Collins will definitely be a big one in that trade. Is there anybody else? Maybe Robert Covington that he just got came in with that Rockets trade or
2: if 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 numbers wasn't a thing, it'd have to be like Covington, Gary Trent and like yeah, zach collins. collins yeah yeah like that yeah. would be the so most reasonable
1: covington does fit that role um mm-hmm. he also is getting paid 12.1 so that mm-hmm. trade uh uh when it oh, actually it says that the trade failed because uh the blazers are currently over the luxury tax so um they would mm-hmm. have to use one of their trade exceptions, exceptions. Um, mm-hmm. so they have two um on there uh, on there they have a uh, Ket a's more and then Scala Briseri, or whatever his last name is. I apologize <laughs> if you're listening, but I can't pronounce it. I'm a little buzzed right now, so um but yeah, they'd have to use one of those trade exemptions so they are under the cap. Um at this current moment they're uh one point nine million over the tax line. So uh, I don't Got think it. the, you know. Uh, Paul Allen, whoever you know in, in took his entrust in who owns yeah. the Blazers now, would want to take down that uh, luxury tax space.
0: Would yeah, would if you are the Blazers, would you want to do this trade? Does it make sense?
1: I think it, it it does. I could say I could I could argue both sides. Uh, I could say that, you know, it does make sense. You know, you're uh, with Draymond, uh you're definitely spreading the floor. And you know, mm-hmm. you know, Terry's thoughts he loves you know that running gun. He loves spreading the floor, having you, you know, a lot, he has a lot of players that shoot threes, you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot, especially the wings, but, you know, adding Draymond, a caliber of player like Draymond uh, would definitely stretch the floor. And, you know, I think it would create a lot of passing lanes for CJ and, and, and uh, Dame to operate. The, yeah. the con of that though is, you know, you're getting rid of, you know, if, if you include Nurkic, you're, you're losing a great center. You know, you already traded for him from Denver, you know, and you're, uh, if you feel like you're not paying dividend it, he's not paying dividends you know minus last year he was injured um a little bit and uh you know overall i think it, it could be you, you maybe you're looking to shake up the, the roster and so maybe you don't think that you know with the pieces you have you know you can get far um i personally if i had to pick a side uh, i definitely think that they stay with their team right now um you know i think this team is is definitely built to when they just ran into you know some. uh you know uh bad luck last and year they, they lost to the lakers you know
0: yeah.
1: uh even you know our good friend charles barkley picked them to win the playoffs last year and yeah uh, you they know, still, it wasn't
0: a- i think he still has them winning mm-hmm. it this year as well right yeah
1: yeah and they're and there's a reason for that i think their players you know they they're not big good right they have yeah. they know who their t- two best players are mm-hmm. you know who, they know who their third option is and you know i think they you know maybe they make a small trade here and there to to help uh solidify their depth and the, on their <laughs> bench um, I think they, they need help on their bench but yeah. overall uh, I would stay away from it especially and if I was on the Warriors why would you want to trade away Draymond I think you know I think that would make angry you know uh, or make angry uh, Steph Curry and, and Clay Thompson like they're pretty much BFFs you probably want to still look to move Wiggins if instead if anything
2: yeah he's unmovable <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, they're stuck with that guy Twenty nine point five million on their contract. But let's just say hypothetical hypothetical. Like let's say that Draymond Green does get traded for Nurkic and Zach Collins. Like I would think personally, like the you one, you get a veteran and a green. And two, I think it works for them more so because CJ and Dame aren't really the prototypical point guards, right? Like they're more of the shoot first, pass second kind. Mm-hmm. So, in that regard, I think that elevates them. And you don't really lose that much in terms of Nurkic's def- like def- defense because Draymond Green is pretty good on the defensive end. Oh, yeah. But he, defensive you, you don't here. have any more big men, right? Well, you do I mean, you lose size a, but, when mean, it comes that,
0: to the playoffs.
2: Right? No, that's true. It's true. But you still have a Harry Giles. Mm hmm. And you have an Anus Cantor. Like, yeah, they're not... like Harry Giles is probably the more defensively sound one mm-hmm. out of the two. Correct. But, I mean, Anus Cantor is... He literally gets, like, like five, six offensive rebounds a game mm-hmm. given the minutes. And Harry Giles, like, he always had potential. I just don't know if he ever put it together. So, it's not... I would say, like, if you had to get rid of Zach Collins and Nurkic yeah. to get Draymond, I actually think the pros outweigh the cons. Like, do you guys agree or do you guys disagree with that? I'm trying, to
0: bomb. Um, I'm trying to envision the starting lineup, right? It would be Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, Derek Jones, Draymond, and his cannon, right? Ultimately, that mm-hmm. would be the starting five, yeah. right? That's it's It's not bad. Right, I think that that's a that's a great starting lineup there. You don't lose too much step um, on the bench. You'll have Gary Trent Jr. You'll have Carmelo Anthony, Harry Giles. You have. Mm-hmm. You also still have actually Robert Covington, which Robert Covington will actually most likely start over Derek Jones Jr. So yeah, he's a stretch four right I now. Would, he's,
1: yeah, he's I would. I would love to.
0: Team. Yeah, I would love to actually see that happen. Um, but I. Doubt it will happen.
1: Or, you know, or maybe they trade, uh, you know, uh, Draymond for Kevin Love.
2: You know, maybe maybe do that. You know, they no they about to pull he's that coming, again. He's coming to the Lakers.
1: They were gonna no, like, pull that trigger a couple years ago, and then they did not. But no, maybe like, they they want to revisit it.
2: Because like let's say they let's say they do get rid of Nurkic, right? Mm-hmm. And um, like his fit with Wiseman probably doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. but. If they if they do pull the trigger on that, like you could put Draymond at a, at the center role, Covington at the
0: four. You can go small ball. For
2: yeah, sure. you can go small ball, and that's what they're known for, right? Stretching the floor, like I, I mean, real like really like yeah like, like 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 Nurkic is a great defensive center, and and that's very hard to come by. That's and he also gets on the offensive side, but mm-hmm. I think the pros outweigh the cons if you can get Green. I think it only helps CJ, and I think it only helps Dame.
0: I mean, he is a he is remember, a championship
2: winner.
1: Yeah. You have to remember, Draymond is thirty and Nurkish is twenty six, and so if you're thinking know. longevity, you yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I think with that move, Jay, right? You're going win now, right? Uh-huh. That that it will be the main reason why you want to do it because, yeah, you, Damian Lillard is what thirty years old now, too, I believe. Yeah,
1: I think mm-hmm.
0: so. Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: I mean we'll see though I I don't know I I, I just see like Dame will be like uh, you just traded away my center and uh, now I get this well match he's match
0: campaigning match. for it so yeah. you know you gotta lose something to get which, well, which is, is a
1: little make? awkward because last week weren't they just jawing at each other <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey man green draws with anybody that is true yeah you know? but
1: he wasn't just jawing with green he was you never hear Steph Curry talk and uh, he got Steph Curry to talk so I mean
0: <laughs> that is true Alright fellas Well that is the end Of our episode here today uh, I want to personally thank JR for getting on our Episode tonight uh, Definitely Ooh. appreciate uh, you coming on Board sharing your insights um, If you you know hopefully we'll, we'll be able to have you on board For future episodes In the future but um, do you have any Closing words for our listeners Start with you first JR
1: uh, I'm going to let everyone know that uh, even though we keep, you know, hyping up the Brooklyn Nets, I still think, I I, I told you guys earlier, the Brooklyn Nets are not going to make the NBA Finals. And that's because the Philadelphia 76ers <laughs>
2: are going to win the Eastern like Conference on the 76ers. There's the hot take. Right? There's the hot and take. I,
1: and that doesn't, that's just because I got him at 12 to 1, uh, when, you know. <laughs> i'm just saying when i was in vegas so there go i'm telling you right now you know i'm so glad that they did not trade away maxi that they did keep up uh, they kept Simmons, and their defense has been on on point right now so hopefully they stay healthy and uh, i hope you share along this music, and thanks for having me guys all right
0: henry any any parting words for our listeners here
2: yeah uh, i mean everything jay said uh 100 man and uh I don't know, man. Phil, I think we might have to
0: boot you out of here, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, yeah, you can have the feedback. I was just
0: keeping it warm. <laughs> if you're listening out there, Phil, man, you have competition. So yeah, competition, um, that, doc. This is an interview. Ready,
2: man. Yeah, Tim and I had an interview process, and uh, I think jay passed with flying colors right now so uh i don't know they they, they're 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 sounding like the houston Rockets. they're about to trade everybody
1: everybody's on the (laughs) training block everybody's on the training block
0: oh man but uh yeah appreciate it for all the listeners thank you for listening to another episode of tipsy ball if you haven't already go ahead and like subscribe to our youtube channel we'll be posting segments there you can always uh follow our social media handles and instagram and twitter along with uh, full uh, listening to our full episodes on Spotify and Apple. Um, yeah till next time have a great night guys. Peace,
2: see ya.